It's been almost two months since a primordial stone titan rose above the Taldore city of Kaimal. Local forces were marshaled against it, but it was a group of adventurers who came to be known as the Titan Slayers who destroyed the creature's heart and brought its rampage to an end. Since then, those adventurers have traveled across continents seeking information about the enigmatic powers now stirring alongside these ancient creatures. Rise of the Ancients is a D&D 5th edition actual play campaign set in Exandria, the world of Matthew Mercer's critical role and incorporating material from Arcana of the Ancients, a science fantasy resource book by Monty Cook Games. Our intro music is by Jasmine Rosa. If you need your own theme music, you can reach her at coffeexedge at gmail.com. We ready? Ready. Well, um, I mean, of course, this is going to be our very first episode of Season 2. Yeah, woo! And that is, this is actually going to come out January 1st, 2021. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! <laughs> I hope the world is still together. Yeah, Me last too! Time, last time I said Happy New Year, it all turned real shitty, so I don't know. If when the clock ticks over and just like dragons and you know <laughs> leviathans start rising, I'd be like, yeah, I mean, of course. But this episode will still come out because I'll have pre-loaded <laughs> it. Your your uh, hopefulness in envisioning a world where the internet still exists and people yeah. are there to listen, I like it. Thank like you. the season finale of. 2020 is going to be terrifying. Yeah. It has to be worse. Yeah. Yeah. You don't end the season without a cliffhanger. (laughs) (laughs) So. um, If you're listening to this and the internet still exists, um, (laughs) we did prologues which hopefully you listen to which will give you uh, a little bit of context for um, where we're picking up right now and you know, 50% more than half of us whoa is that math I don't know I think <laughs> you know 100% more than 50% of you no because no, we all we know 50% know so they'll know 50% more than 50% of us know of us. 50% Okay, but they'll know fifty percent more than all of us. But they know one hundred percent of yours, and they know two hundred percent of what you know. Uh, uh, My brain hurts. Twice. Hey, so what's happening in the town of Morden? (laughs) But they can't Uh, know twice as much because they're not. Knowledge is not equal. Oh, that's fair. That's true. Knowledge is ineffable. My brain hurts. This episode sponsored by Roll Twenty. Yay! Yay! <laughs> okay, and it Roll Twenty was... can do the math for you. Oh yeah, they sure could. If you wrote the macro, it was a quiet <laughs> night in Guardan, and then the sky opened up in fire. Two massive fire bats appeared in the dark. Fire newts riding on their backs. Screams begin to rise throughout the small city 
as the fires start. So let's begin with Sumi and Delilah. What are you two doing? You, uh, Delilah was out for a walk and then ran back in and knocked on Sumi's door. And Sumi has not yet completed her trance. Correct. And we ran back out yelling to people and yelling Fire! to the hot guy. Um, Ilianaro. And then, of course so there's what? a hot guy. It's the dude we met. It's the bartender. Oh, the bartender. And then Delilah said, we have to help. I did, so what do that's you do? right. <laughs> I'm sorry, are we playing with a new party? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find a roof, I guess, that I can shoot from. Okay. And still see Delilah. All right, so the um, looking around you, there are most of the buildings are pretty low, but number six over there is a guard tower. So on the eastern side of the city, um, <clears throat> oh no, sorry, that's not a guard tower. That is a um, a large warehouse, kind of like a granary, but um, not shaped like an Alberta countryside granary just a tall building that's definitely a warehouse for shipments it's got like a yard and a fence uh it's the tallest building on the eastern side of guardan i would like to uh look for a building made of stone not of wood or thatch that one is made of stone and it is um one of only four everything else is uh wood and metal uh, Delilah, let's, should we climb up there and shoot? Do you have your crossbow? Yeah. Okay, that sounds like a good plan. Alright, so the two of you begin to hustle wow. that direction. Um, and what do Feyran and Nerestos do? So we're looking out the window, right? And seeing that? Uh, yes, you looked out through the window of the second story of the manor house. And how far away can we estimate that these creatures are? Holy shit. Approximately a thousand feet uh, to either one of them, and they are also up in the air about 80 to 100 feet. Ball sacks. They are wheeling, though. They appear to be causing terror and uh, perpetrating damage. Would you say they're perpetrating some evil on these Guardan City people? I might say that. Ooh, <laughs> what was that squeal? <laughs> None of that was English. What is happening? Um, they look so cool. Who's who, I think? Yeah, okay. Amanda speaks Jen. Well, if you look at the colors of the tokens, that should give it away pretty <laughs> quick. <laughs> Got it. Um, I spelled Nerestos name correctly my first try. Thank you. Also, for just saying my name normally, instead of, as Corey did, several different times during our first session. Um, 
I want to make my way up to the rooftop, if that's possible, if there's roof access. Uh, you will have to climb out a window and climb up the side of the building, but there are many sort of crenellations um, where where this whole city is built on a completely different architectural scheme of rounded roofs and, and carved woods and whatnot. This manor house is like Zemnian. It's got cornices and like gargoyles and protrusions. It's rather easy to climb. So I'm going to whisper to Garrett to get into my beard further uh, for safety. Uh, and then smash the fuck out of the window that we're in front of. Okay. How, uh, how, how, how high would we say the building is? Uh, building's gonna be 30 feet tall. How high would we say Patrick or Patrick's character is? <laughs> Uh, make an athletics check to climb, uh, Patrick Fuck. and Corey. Um, what you what you doing? So I'm going to switch out my mace and shield for my two handed crossbow, and I'm going to follow and join on the rooftop. All right, right make an athletics to check to climb. I only got a seven. Okay. Because I have negative one in athletics. Fifteen. Um, let's just go right now. Everybody take inspiration. Yeah. That, yes. that feels so much better. Matt and I did a lot of good roleplay last session. <laughs> <laughs> we roleplayed a little bit around you guys. It happened. <laughs> I did. Okay. So uh, I was sitting there like uh, okay, Feyran, um, what, what did, Corey, what did Feyran get for, um, athletics check? 15. All right, so, as you sort of swing out to begin climbing, you see Norestos kind of stymied and unable to, uh, climb any further. He slips a little bit, but, but stops himself from falling. Uh, what do you do, Corey? Because I'm um, past him and get up, or you could stop and help, whatever you like. Uh, I'll take a breath to see if he gathers himself or not. And once I see he gathers himself, I just carry on. Are you guys married? Very much not no. even close. Oh, we'll get you there. Don't worry. So. Keep going. Uh, Norestos. Okay, Norestos tries again. 15. Okay, that's enough. Uh, Corey, because you stopped to check, you will have to roll again. Nineteen. All right. The two of you climb up onto the roof. Um, and you see that these uh, large fire bat creatures um, which are either of you trained in arcana? Probably, Corey. Uh, yes, I am proficient. Could you please make me an arcana check as you see these creatures wheeling around the town? I'm not, even, I'm not even trained in nature. <laughs> Nine. Wow. 
Nine. Okay. Um, so you're looking at them, and you've never seen a creature like this before. They're very strange to you. Very horrifying, almost. That's it. Dang. Uh, so Jen asked what Evil Craig does. Craig records. Gark is a backup. Ah, okay, because he's just always on, and I don't like his face. It's so... Uh... I love Giark. I support Giark, and I believe that Craig is the imposter. <laughs> Sus. <laughs> Very. Don't worry, by the time this episode comes out, Among Us will be completely past. Nobody will be playing it or watching it anymore. Is it coming out next week? <laughs> Ouch. Um, I mean, that's how it is. Fall true. Guys was that for the longest time. And by until that, I mean, like, us. yeah, like two weeks until the next thing came out. Yep. Uh, okay. Delilah and Sumi arrive at this building, and um, you see fires beginning to sort of pick up. Let's see. There would be... Um, the top of the tallest building in... Guardan, the sort of like a latticework tree-like tower, is on fire. Oh no! And there is a section of tree cover in the southern portion, which uh, has lit up. This town is under attack. Uh, Delilah and Sumi reach this building, and you can see that there's a sign up front uh, that calls it the Orekeeper's Storehouse. And there's a symbol of like um, like a pickaxe, and uh, it's got like some sort of vines growing up the uh, the haft of the pickaxe, and it's like in a straight form with the um, with the head over top, not angled, and uh, the, the gate is locked, late at night, you don't see any activity. Uh, it's about 10 feet tall with iron tops, and uh, sort of past this gate, or rather inside, there's there's carts and there's a stables, um, there are a couple of outbuildings, and then um, the warehouse has like big doors, and um, like you can see up top that there is roof access if you were to get inside. How high are these things flying? Uh, they're flying about 100 feet up. Okay, so we probably do need to get higher to shoot them. Not for you. Um, range on a light crossbow for Delilah? 80 and 320. Correct. Ah, thank you, Corey. So um, if Delilah goes up, she will not have disadvantage. She can shoot at it from here. Um... Did you want? Is there a lock? You said, or is it just closed? Uh, the front gate is locked. It's very clearly got like a big chain on it. Did you want to try to get in? I'll shoot from here. I'll keep. Yeah. I'll cover you. Yeah, I'm gonna go try. Okay, so uh, Amanda, if you want to go ahead and make a uh, thieves' tools check to pick that lock, Jen, you can go ahead and make an attack. Are you shooting for the bat? Or are you shooting for uh, the riders on the bat, which would be much more difficult? Probably just the bat. Take down the bat, the riders will go down too. Okie dokie. Uh, 
Amanda, have you rolled? 26. Easily enough. Like, it's a well-made lock, but it takes you no time. Uh, you get your tools in, you pop it open, and then you can start running in towards the building. Child's play. This is easy. And Jen, what was your attack? 21. Ah, I suppose I should look at stats. I mean, I'm pretty sure a 21 is going to hit. A 21 is a hit. I'd be very sad if it wasn't. Nine damage. Okay. No, my, my crossbow is plus one. Does that mean it is magical damage? Longbow, and yes. Yeah, then nine magical damage. All right. And if I have anything left, I will start moving up. Okay. Um, yeah, you've got enough movement. Like, you take a shot and then just start running in behind her um and we're not like acting in six second rounds because there's a lot of space that everybody's moving in it's kind of more like one minute um which does not mean you get to shoot 10 arrows on one turn yeah no (laughs) hold on it's all all or nothing buddy uh so Ferran and Nerestos have climbed onto the top of the roof and they're standing sort of outlined in the moonlight. Uh, for the listeners, perhaps you could describe uh, a little bit about what you look like. Is that I go first? Sure. All right, fair enough. Corey was just, like, having a seizure over there. Uh, Norestos is about 5'8", let's say. Uh, maybe... Six five with antlers. He was uh, a lot shorter. Was he shorter? Yeah, because remember you said that he was Wolverine size. I don't and know. And then you were like, "Oh no, wait, my strength is only nine. It's a wide. He's thin. He's thin. Uh, how tall is Wolverine? Five, like five foot. Five three. All right, he's five three. All right, uh, five three, six foot with antlers. Um, He's wearing just like heavy, uh, multiple shades of green in in leather and and cloth. Big bushy red beard, uh, woven with green vines, uh, seemingly intertwined in it. Currently peeking out is a spider, uh, who's watching the battle with uh, attentive glee. Um, he's wearing a, a big deep hood pulled over his head, and poking up through the hood are two very large. Uh, natural like stag antlers um, he's wielding a uh, quarter staff in one hand that is basically carved from from natural vines looks almost alive and it sort of reaches up to a sort of like a um, like a C shape at the top with a, a crystal in the middle um, and in his uh, strapped to his other arm is a shield woven with vines And Corey, what's Farron look like? So Farron is standing on the roof, tall and strong. He is a dragon blood um, dragonborn. He is uh, about 6'8", with two large horns coming up from his brow that point straight up to make him about 7 feet. Um, <clears throat> he has a scale male... Um, and 
right now he's carrying a light crossbow. He has a spear on his back, a mace on his hip, and a magical a magical spear and a magical shield on his back. Or actually, what, is that right? Yes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sorry. Um, he's a red dragon, so he's all about the fire. Um, stands straight upright, has a long, thick tail, and, uh, you know, just really seems to be, has a, has a, a mood about him, a feel, a vibe. I'm kind of mood-eyed. Focus, maybe? Planner? I don't know. What's he thinking? Enigmatic. Yes! Thank you! <laughs> okay. So, um, the large, fiery bat creature um, on the eastern side of Guardan is wheeling sort of towards you. You see it sort of like bank suddenly as an arrow shoots out of nowhere and slams into it. Uh, what do Nerestos and Feran do? Baller. I'm going to hold an action to cast a spell when the bat comes within 100 feet above. Okay. Like if it swirls above and it's 100. How it's You said they're like 100 feet up? Yep. Are they 100 feet above us or above the ground? Above the ground. Like 800 okay. feet above the ground. Okay. So yeah, when it comes within 100 feet, cast a spell. Okay. And what is Faron doing? It'll be the same, except my spell is just an action, so, or just an attack. So I will get to Except twice. your spell is crossbow. What? No, <laughs> firebolt. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't want a crossbow. I want a firebolt. They are made of fire. Right. <laughs> However, and I quote, <laughs> in a second, I was I'm, say, lo- I'm waiting for this quote. The crossbow has loading, so you couldn't have shot it twice in the same round anyway. No, the crossbow is uh, infused. Whoa, it's an automatic crossbow. Oh. No, it's, hold on. These words are new and hard because I am a artist. Uh, it's 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 infused with repeating shots. This yeah. magic weapon grants a plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls made with it when it's used to make a ranged attack, and it ignores the loading property if it has it. So, would you say that it, it's an automatic? <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to be specific because I know things. <laughs> <laughs> Very correct. How does that affect your firebolt? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> you distracted me. That's not fair. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Class features. Hold on, there's a thing. Merrick, where's the thing? You know what the this thing is? This is an actual 10 minute turn. <laughs> you know what the thing is? I took the thing. You said the thing. It's the thing where you get to ignore uh, damage resistance? Yeah, with fire. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your feet. Feet. Feet? Yeah. Yeah. Elemental Adept. Fire. That's the one. 
Spells you cast ignore resistance to fire damage, and when you roll damage for a spell you cast that deals fire damage, you can treat any one on the damage die as a two. Pretty good. So if I got a ten, it would be a twenty. He says any one on the die, and there's technically a one and a ten, so that becomes a two. Right? (laughs) Twenty damage. No. Lawyered. Right? Mm, it was cool meeting your character for that one session we played together. So, Corey, <laughs> does your die actually have one zero on it, or is it a regular D10 that just says zero? Oh, no, boss. No. What if it? What if it's not a D10 though? <laughs> it is a D10. Most D10s D10. show the zero. Ah! Patrick is showing one that does have the ten option. Oh, was he? Was that a percentile, Patrick? It's still a D ten, Merrick. <laughs> Which would be red as a one. All I'm saying is that one on there becomes a two, and that's right. Five. So it's from but that to when you're rolling a percentile die as a D ten. Hey, let's move on. <laughs> Patrick just can't admit that he's wrong. <laughs> Neither can Merrick. Anyways. That's because he's not. <laughs> uh, okay, so you're holding your actions and so forth. Delilah and Sumi um, uh, get to the door and like, <clears throat> it's uh, it's closed and locked as well. You can, uh, Amanda, go ahead and attempt to unlock this. 25. Oh yeah, you do that real quick, real fast. Uh, inside, you see that there are... Um, a number of basically, eh, it's kind of like pallets. There's a whole bunch of, uh, uh, um, not boxes, not like, anyways, there's a whole bunch of ore and there are a number of um, smelted ingots and there's a bunch of supplies and boxes and tarps and that sort of stuff. There is a staircase that runs along one wall sort of back and forth upwards to a number of uh, catwalks and various um, storage bits and uh, like access and you can begin running up that and you will arrive at the top basically this turn coming out onto this uh, taller area in time to shoot the uh, creature one more time as it is wheeling past Amanda did you want to take a shot Yes, give me one second here. Eighteen. That is definitely a hit. Huzzah! For nine damage. 1d8 plus 4, right? Yeah. Yep, that sounds right. Yep, awesome. Good job. All right, and then we'll just wait for Jen to come back and shoot her bow. Doink! Flunk! Clitink! I I was panicking there, and I'm so glad Amanda took so long, because I didn't have my steel defender stats up. I'm sorry, who took long? (laughs) I had to describe my character, too. No, that was previously done. 
I shoot it out of the sky in one shot. Whoa. I like your optimism. Aim for its eye. But you already shot a shot. Maybe I'm going to shoot shirts again. I got a 17 and a 27. Uh, both hit. For a total of 20 damage. It's a very solid hit. Okay, and then uh, it, as it's flying, um, the creatures on the back begin to, like, uh, throw what appear to be, like, alchemical bombs or, or small clay pots or something, and another fire rises in this neighborhood. Yikes. I was trying to show you guys my Halloween tea mug, because I got it. For Halloween, the cat, if you look really close, has bones in it. That's and nearly it, impossible to see. And it's color changing, so if it's not full of tea, it doesn't have the flowers. Or the little spider. Oh. Hey, it's oh. Garrett! It's Garrett! It's very cute. I thought you were just cheersing. Mm. I also I like thought that. Fox. I was like, that is the Who's slowest Garrett? cheers I've ever seen. Who's Garrett? You'll meet Garrett soon. Um, and then the triggered action, the held actions of Nerestos and Feyran, uh go as the um, as the creature flies over you. But before they go, they see these two magnificent arcing shots. And they just think, "Whoa, who's the magical archer?" Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why we're Keanu Reeves from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, but <laughs> I, I assume that's how your new character talks. Whoa, man. That's gnarly the way she shot those arrows. Are you a beetle? That's, yeah, that what turned into... That, that <laughs> transformed along the way. And it became what? someone new that I will play someday. No, what was your beetle persona again? That's Ringo. Was it... I swear you had a different name other than Ringo. No, it was Ringo. Right, it was this. Ringo. You know what I found uh, when I was transferring stuff from uh, my old computer to my new computer? No, what? Uh, a recorded Cards Against Humanity game that Corey sent me in, like, 2016 of all of us playing. Oh, my that God, That was on yes. a Canada Day or something. It sure was. I used to friggin' die laughing listening to those just game nights that we had. Anyways. Um, no, I wasn't going to bring that up. I wasn't going to bring that up at all. <laughs> I refuse to bring that up. You're a witch. A scarlet witch who changes reality. Corey had my back 100%. (laughs) Yeah, you Uh, were both wrong. I don't know how. Let's start with Corey. Uh, Firebolts. With your power of elemental fire adept hood, you... Pierce through its fire resistance. 21 and 14. Both hit. 22 damage. Dealing precisely zero damage as these creatures are immune to fire. (laughs) 24 damage. Yeah. Oh no. And it was actually a 22 and a 15. (laughs) 
I'm sorry, they do not have fire resistance. These fire bats are literally made of fire. Literally. You've healed them for all the damage the girdles <laughs> does. <laughs> and what is Nerestos's held spell? So, hold on. Can I complete my um, bonus action? Absolutely. Um, I'm gonna tell my guy to go up. Okay. I forgot um, his name. What's its speed, though? 40. Why do you uh, can't so get there things? Can't get there quickly enough before it flies away. Okay, never mind. Sorry. I mean, you can just send it, like, eternally chasing it. <laughs> I'm kidding you! Me master said to kill you! Um, okay, so then that is the end of yours's turns. So from between Neresto's cupped hands, uh, lightning begins to crackle forth. Uh, and he sort of expands the sphere outwards as uh, mist and lightning forms into a globe, which he hurls upwards as I cast Call Lightning. Yay, magic users! Um, yeah, baby. <laughs> I have spells and they're helpful <laughs> and a heal. Uh, I throw it out ahead as much as I can of the creature okay. to allow it to perhaps pass through, perhaps twice. If What's Maris the range on? Uh, um, uh, it's 120 okay. feet and it's a 60 foot radius. Okay. So if you would like to make me. Dexterity saving throws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for all of them, because it's each creature within five feet. So I'm just targeting it at the back of the the bat. Okay, give me one sec. So used to being a fighter that I was like, I actually have to click that I cast the spell. Yeah. Welcome to your new life. So those shots you just took, were they stabs at Shell's spells because I'm pretty sure animal friendship saved your ass several times no I'm just saying that I can heal and cast like some cool ass spells Mm -hmm. he also healed your ass a lot too I can also cast animal friendship you said useful actually useful spells just for I was not taking a shot at shell (laughs) shell spells we can all agree shifted battles many of them Wolves, mm-hmm. uh, whatever you named your monster, Skaggy. Skaggy. How dare you forget Skaggy? <laughs> um, I just want to call him Scorpionox. Um, <laughs> the dinosaurs, uh, like just over and over again, game changing. He's, however, now chained beneath the earth in a fire realm. So let's forget about Shell. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say he might be up on a bat. I said that in our last game. So, um, they are moving at a fly speed of 80 feet per round. That's unfortunate. So they will only fly through your uh, lightning once. Shit. I am now making it for the fire bat. The DC 15. Got a 10. That's excellent news. And then for the three fire newt warrior riders... Three failures. Merrick, would you say it's stormy conditions out? Um, I wouldn't say it's stormy. I would say that it's slightly overcast. Uh, 
shit. I like the little damage effects. Roll 20 premium. Pro. Pro. That's pro, not premium. Roll 20 pro. She needs premium! (laughs) 22 damage for all of them. Ooh. Nice. Okay. So they are flying through, and then this ball of lightning like zips past them and expands out in front and they go through and you see them all and then just the bat wings fold and it begins to fall down towards the ground and none of the fire newts are thrashing one shot of all three of the fire newts this is my tone wait you see that I I killed all of them they slam nice down work. into into the ground um, amongst some houses. Let's let's see. Uh, where's my scatter die? Crushing an orphanage. Fuck. <laughs> uh, they go straight down. No scatter. Like a wily e. coyote. So yeah, they land right on top of all of those houses, kind of slamming into some roofs. Um, Takes off a bit of roof, bounces and falls down, and then the the fire newts are kind of boom, boom, boom. You can't make an omelet. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. I don't know how. They're not that great. Um, as this or happens, you can hear the the scream of uh, rage as the other fire bat lets out this like horrible sound. And then the three fire newts on its back begin, like, raising their spears. Oh, Delilah, did you see that? I don't... What is... Where is... What is going on in this place we are? Is there a lightning storm? I don't know. I don't know. I don't like this place at all. I just want to go home. Could I get everybody make... Could I please get everybody to make constitution saving throws? Yes, Patrick. I don't like Stein covers usually. It looks so perfect on your Stein. It looks so good. That sounded weird. I didn't mean it in a weird way. <laughs> that a little weird, yeah. I didn't took it. I didn't take it at all weird. So, uh, also, this is both of you girls now. <laughs> you have passed through fire. I'm going to use got very uh, emotional flash of genius on myself. Okay. A 16. Okay. 7. Sorry, dexterity? What, yeah, what kind of saving throw did you say? Constitution saving throw. Oh, oh, I liked the idea of dexterity so much more. Lodito. Huh. I got 13. 18. Okay. Uh, I'd be okay if everything was wisdom saving throws from now on. Right. Bad. I did bad, baby. Okay, so if you got a 15 or higher, this is half damage. 
Good thing I used that flash of genius because I had a 13 before. Good thing I'm gonna die. So, there's a massive, like, sonic boom. The, the, the pressure as something comes through the portal above. The air superheats for a split second as uh, a whirlwind slams down on the town. You see some of the sort of dry leaves at the top of trees begin to, like, uh, singe and char and float away. And as you're... Uh, if you failed the saving throw, you're slammed off of your feet onto the ground. You look up. All four of you look up. And sure, in sure the I sky, don't. there's a whirling pinwheel of fire. It covers the entire town. And then it sort of sucks back in, and you see two massive wings take form. I'm going to see none of this because I'm going to be unconscious. Fuck me sideways. The creature is vulture-like with massive horns and a scaled body, feathers that are burning. She's Brad. What did we do? Uh, Farron, um, so I'm not that attached. I'm not that attached to the town. Um, it's like a nice place, but have you considered that we get the hell out of here? Didn't you just, like, say, this is my town? I mean, when I was winning, yeah. Makes sense, let's go. But I don't know if you've noticed, the tides have turned a little. No, totally. Um, let me roll the damage. Just hold on, because I am here for these voices. Yes, 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 yes. Theron, you sound a little scarier than you did last we spoke. 25 fire damage for those who failed. 12 fire damage for those who succeeded. I'm confused. Delilah, did you, did you, are you up? Delilah takes half more because she's resistant to fire damage. Half again, rather. I, like I should be resistant, but Are I you up? Think I, I think you might be resistant to fire damage, Corey. If you took fire as your breath weapon, you're resistant to fire damage. But I need to know if Delilah's up. <laughs> Please um, answer, Delilah. 24, but I take half of that, so I only take 12. Yeah. Just oh, to confirm. Failed? Yeah. Yeah, so you failed, so you'd only take... So you would take the full 24, but because you're a tiefling, you take 12. I'm wow. at 23. Good good news for you is you get to save me this time, because I am down. So that... Wait, what did you just take, Delilah? 12. 12. Instead of the 24. Right. Yes. And So right do now, I take 6? You take 6, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Feyran is just weathering the, the fire okay oh and yes so, bathe in it okay this that's enough for that it. let's knock that off uh, it sort of uh, shows its wings and lets out this massive roar that's 
louder than most sounds. It's hard to describe. And as it sort of wheels down towards the town, it spews fire. And on its back, you can see a fire giant. Point of Fuck! Order. Yeah. It has a giant on its back. Yo, that, that sonic boom, that was fire damage? Yes. Don't, like, NPCs have, like, two hit points? Yeah. So was pretty much most of the town just, like, atomic bombed? No, most people are inside. Uh, we're inside. Oh, I guess we're on. No, you're on a roof. We're inside. You're on roofs. Um, so, people who are fighting fires probably all got really, really hurt to the they point of death. Dead. They don't have twenty-four hit points. Yeah, but they're out there fighting fires, so obviously they've got fire protection on, so they're going to be totally fine. I don't think it works that way. Shell would say it does. Shell so, isn't here. Is he? Oh, no. <laughs> no. And on the giant's back. Yet. In one of its claws, <laughs> shooting spells and making animals its friend. <laughs> um, okay, so... The lifeless body of Tarkan Twin Steel. Thanks for listening to this episode of Rise of the Ancients. Episodes are released on Fridays. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at SkyhammerK and on Instagram at SkyhammerPress. If you want some outtakes, keep listening after I stop talking. Oh, yeah. I forgot that he coached basketball. Oh, he was so terrible. Well, I mean, like, okay, so there was him who had a temper, and then there was, like, there was numerous games that he had to write a letter to the league, and I had to write a letter to the league, and we both had to apologize before they would let either one of us back on the court. Wow. That sounds so Amanda. Yeah, he threw a chair at the scoreboard once. And what did you do that was crazy? N- nothing. It was all just a misunderstanding. Sure. Oh, wow, yeah. yeah. I believe that after having met you. Can I roll an insight check on that? <laughs> you don't need to. That was a negative five bluff. October 16th. A day that will live in infamy. <laughs> um, Tarkan, Shell, Tello, handle the fire newts. No problemo. Eventually, assuming Delilah come, Tarkan looks from the highest level of the stairs and sees a newt army. While looking, Sumi accidentally slips up and mentions someone kissing her. Shell and Tarkan lose their full minds with questions and general poopiness. We then find out Shell's name is Michelle. Tello tells us a story of Shell pooping his pants. Um, we walk down into the temple and there's a giant fire and lava lady with a giant spiky hammer on a throne. We don't speak her language. And then I didn't write anything for a while because we were busy. Nice, Patrick. Um, so I didn't write anything for a while and then I just wrote Ulrich Winterborn? That's Tarkin's real name? (laughs) And then Oh, we gonna die. (laughs) Misuthar 5. This morning, you did ascending to Lord Gabriel. Then then swam down to Everplume, rested in the Crystal Cavern, 
um, went to the elemental plane of fire, nearly lost three party members, four, went back out, and then through another portal, and then had side adventures, and it's still that night. I'm so hurt and have, like, no spells. Oh, great. Yep. We get to swoop in and be the heroes. Yeah. Sure, that's what we'll say will happen. 